Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Live on SENSA, welcome to Eagles Radio. For Normous Homes, build a better life and My Money House. Get a financial health check. Visit mymoneyhouse.com.au today. Tuesday night means Eagles Radio Night. Welcome and hope you're having a fantastic evening on this beautiful, cold, wet Tuesday. My name's Paul Bonzer. Alongside me, Jimmy Tumpus. Tump, how are you, mate? I'm well, Bonds. How are you? Good. We had a week off. Best of show last week, which was outstanding, I Absolute thought. hit, it was. Yes. Rated through the roof. Far better than hearing us talk for an hour, isn't it? <laughs> we were on there a little bit. A little bit? <laughs> <Good. front. laughs> no, this is Eagles Radio. All thanks to My Money House. Get a financial health check. Visit mymoneyhouse.com.au. Big show tonight again. They, we just keep rolling out the big guests one after another. It's a big one tonight. Connor Ballenden. Big in stature, big in presence. He's going to be great. Yeah, looking forward to speaking to him. We haven't. He's got an interesting background too. He does. We don't give too much away, but no. uh, Connor will be with us after the first break. And Vaughan Williams, one of the uh, volunteers at the club. Yes, he's wife of uh, wife of wife excuse of, me, husband of, of uh, Christine Williams, who's our president. So uh, Vaughan does a lot of good things for the football club. All right, you can be part of the show as well. One three hundred seven three six seven three six or. The text line, 0427 $50 voucher, 722 Bar and Bistro. If we decide to give it away, talk. it's that easy. They don't, away, you, yeah. you, don't, you don't just, oh, we've given a couple away. You don't just, you don't just, you know, ring up and say something, I want a voucher, and that gets no. you the voucher. You've got to, you know. It has to be memorable. Memorable. Yes. That's a good word. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No games last week, obviously. Had a week off, and I'll ask you about that shortly. Uh, this week, though... We play Adelaide on Sunday at 2.30. Uh, it's Carnival Day, which is always a great a highlight of the year. We have kids running around everywhere causing havoc all day. Uh, I think normally we get about 5,000 people through the gate on uh, on Carnival Day. Yeah, it's a brilliant day. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. It sounds like my Wednesday night at my grandma's house, kids running everywhere, <laughs> running havoc. It's uh, something similar to that. But, yeah, no, it is a ripping day and creates a, a really amazing atmosphere for us players. Yeah, and the, and the kids... Uh, Play games all over the oval. They divide it up into three or four grounds, and and uh, kids have an absolute ball as they start at nine o'clock. Jeez, and big day. Uh, gates open at eight. Oh wow! Big day for the parents. Long day for Good some luck. of the parents, and uh, then the yeah the big game at two thirty. We take on the crows. We'll talk about that in a minute as well. The, just in regards to the other teams, uh, the reserves are playing Sturt at Wigan Oval on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, that. It wasn't that long ago they did exactly that. It was like two, <laughs> two or three weeks ago they they uh, played Sturt at Wigan Oval. But that's where they're at on Saturday. And also on Saturday at Mortine Care Oval, the under-18s and under-16s are playing Sturt as well. So uh, you're not doing anything on Saturday afternoon. Get along and see either reserves or the uh, juniors. Um, Tom, week off. What would you do? Mate, it was a nice little freshen up. I think it was needed for a lot of the players as well, particularly after the... The last two weeks against Glenelg and North Adelaide, just um, yeah, not our best football for a variety of reasons. However, it was nice to 
freshen up a little bit. So um, we were given Friday night off training. So we had a, a running session to do in your own time. And that was good to tick that off. And I had the weekend off in terms of physical activity. It was good to give the body a bit of a freshen up. Between you and I, did you do that running session? I certainly Just did. Just between you and I. I cer- no, I certainly okay. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, right. I ticked it off. I'm diligent in, in that stuff. So it was, a, it was a solid 10K plus session. Nice. Um, that Sheeds and NASNC put together. But uh, most of the boys did it, I think. There was a couple of boys who had varying sessions to do. Um, but yeah, most of us ticked it off, which was good. Do you think a buy at this time of the season is a good thing for all clubs? It depends, I think. Right. I think different clubs would have different opinions on that. I think for us, it came at the perfect time, and that's my personal view on it. Yeah. I think we all needed a bit of a freshen up, um, which, yeah, again, we might discuss later on regarding our, our prior two weeks. Uh, however, a North Adelaide might want to keep rolling on. So I think it, it depends. It is very close to the end of the season, so maybe if it was a couple of weeks beforehand, but for us, it's come at the perfect time. All right. Let's uh, just briefly touch on the North Adelaide game. Um, it was not a look. North Adelaide played some very good footy, and and were clearly the best team on the day. I want to speak to you. Oh, no, how do I ask this? No, I'll just ask it. Um, the coach, in my eyes, made a bit of a statement mm. leaving out Jesse Lonigan and Jared Rennan. They played in the reserves. Um, from a player point of view. How does that come across, or did Sheeds go through that, and why why they weren't playing? Oh, he didn't go through it with the rest of the playing group. He may yep. have gone through it with the leadership group. I'm not too sure. Um, from my point of view, I, that's something I don't need to know about as a player. Yep. It's completely beyond um, our spec. Uh, however, I think it did make a statement, and and whether it put you know senior players on notice or the whole group on notice that Sheeds isn't afraid to make changes, and it's something that. Hasn't happened over the last two and a half years. I mean, we've had a lot of good continuity with our, uh, with our playing list in terms of injuries and form. And this year's been different, uh, an anomaly, if you like. And it's probably one of the first you know, big statements that Sheeds has had to make from a selection standpoint. And, I mean, we saw what Reto did over the last two grand finals. He was arguably one of our best players and probably most influential player and 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 Jesse has been a mainstay of our midfield. So both players have had, you know, slumps in form for varying reasons over the last you know, eight ten weeks. Um, but we know they're best, they're well and truly in our best twenty two when they're when they're fit and firing and 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 playing good football. So yeah, look, they're two of my good mates. It was difficult to see them go back and 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 play reserves football when they're highly capable sample league players, but. I think these things need to happen when you look at our form over the last five to six weeks. Should be said as well, they both took it on the chin and performed pretty well in that reserves game at Prospect. Yeah, their attitude's yep. fantastic. Yep. Jesse's in our leadership group as well, and, and no doubt he would have taken it really personally. And I watched the first quarter and a bit of that reserves game prior to playing in the league game, and, and he was... From, performance aside, he obviously played a really good game, yes. but he, he his character was really good and his leadership was really good. He's playing with a, a bunch of 19-year-olds, correct? Um, yeah. majority-wise, and, and he was a really, really good leader. Uh, one bad thing to come out of that game was the injury to Joe Sinor, uh, an ugly finger. You were telling me just yeah. before we came on air. We saw him go off the ground holding his hand and we saw the dislocation of the finger, but it was pretty bad, apparently. Yeah, I'm, I'm queasy at the best times and luckily I didn't see this one. I remember seeing Joey walk, uh, walking across the boundary and he looked in pain. And, and my 
family were at the game as well. And they you know, spoke to me post-game saying, gee, Joey, and we all know how tough Joey yeah. is. Um, he was grimacing in, in agony. And I think he, get, he got given the green whistle and it didn't do anything apparently. Um, so the injury was a, a dislocation in a couple of parts of one of his fingers um, and a, a compound fracture as well, which when it comes out of the bone and uh, comes out of the skin, sorry. And that's yeah, not, not great to see. Yeah, he could point forwards and backwards at the same time. It yeah, wasn't, it was a, it wasn't it? a good look at all. <laughs> Multi-talented. Um, so it will... It, We'll get into our injury list later, but uh, he's probably not going to come up for this week. Yeah, I mean, the bye probably came at a good time for him personally yep. to, to miss that first week. But I think from an infection point of view, and I think the stitches are still in as well. So I think he meets with the surgeon on Thursday. And knowing Joey, he'll want to play this week. But uh, I think from a longevity point of view, just take the week off, Joe, if you're listening, mate, and, <laughs> and come back against it. Three games to go uh, in the minor round. We are currently sitting one game out of the five. Uh, we play Adelaide, who are, who are in the five. We play Sturt, who are that one game ahead of us. So that's basically a double points game, uh, the game against Sturt. And we play South, who are one game behind us in the final round. So their fate may be sealed by then. Who knows? But uh, it will still be a tough game down there at Norlunga in the last round. Let's talk about Adelaide this Sunday. Uh, last time we played them, we lost by 33 points. And it was the... Uh, Riley O'Brien game <laughs> where he had a billion touches and 18,000 hitouts and 25 clearances. Yeah. Uh, he was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. uh, and Matt Crouch had about 40 touches as well. Um, one of them is definitely not playing. Yep. <laughs> Riley O'Brien. But uh, it, do the boys go in? Is this week your first final? That's what I'm trying to say. I mean, we'll treat it as if it's just another game. I know that's such a typical cliche, and I hate that the words coming out of my mouth then just didn't feel right at all. But our, our process is very, very simple, very, very um, consistent as well. And it has been over the last, how many, how many games we played this year? Yep. 15 games. It won't change at all. Um, we know what they did to us, however long ago it was. Um, and we know Riley's not playing, which is a nice start. Uh, but we actually played really, really well that night. And, and it was probably one of our better games for the year going up against one of the best sample teams I've played against in mm. terms of personnel. They were fantastic. And the way they moved the footy was AFL standard, which so it should be. Yes. Um, we know we've got to be at our best this week. Absolutely. So yeah, yes, we understand the significance of it. And we know there's going to be a lot of external noise around this game and, and the next three weeks. Um, that's okay. We, we understand that. We've, we've dealt with some significant pressure over the last two and a half years. So, but yeah, there's no shying away from the fact that this week's going to be big. What's the most important part of getting the win against Adelaide? Like, like is there something that Sheed's focus on when you play those guys? Is it, is it the start? We must start well. Uh, you know, is there a is defensively? Do we have to be on our game from the go? What is it when you play the Adelaide Crows? Is a focus. You should be a coach. They're, they're two things that I would have said. It's funny. We actually. I was on the bench. I was on the sideline yesterday at training. We trained last night and, and because we had the bye, we did a little bit more. So we did some slight match play stuff. And someone on the bench actually asked me, how, how do we beat Crows? And I, I've got a personal um, relationship with a lot of the players and the club in itself, just with, with the job I do. So, uh, I, and I said that exactly. Defense is how you beat the Crows. Uh, their ball movement, if anyone saw the game against us um prior uh, earlier this year was unbelievable. I've never seen a sample team move the footy like they did. So defense, we have to be absolutely on our A game. And whether we 
um, yeah, go to our zone man on man. Like it's going to change this week as well. So we'll, we'll rejig that tomorrow night. Um, however, I think defense is the way you beat this mob. Um, if you can limit their score and, and, and score again on turnover, that's I reckon that's where the game's going to be won. I've seen the Crows a bit this year as well. And I think that's maybe one of their weaknesses is their ability when they turn the ball over to get back, mm -hmm. to get back quick enough. So if we move the ball quickly when we turn it over, um, I think they can be scored against. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree. Um, it's it's obviously just turning that footy over is the, 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 the main issue um, and getting that job done. You look at their, I guess, half-back line with Ben Davis and whether Andy McPherson plays. They've got some really aggressive runners and they're exceptional players. Like Ben Davis had an unbelievable year yeah. at half-back and they get really, really aggressive. So if we can turn that footy over and go quick on them back the other way, I reckon that's the way. Oh, I agree. That's the way we'll beat them. Anything interesting happen in the week off at the club? Anything oh. left to centre or? We weren't really at the club. Bond, so, 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 well, in your life personally? Oh, gee whiz. I don't want to get too how's, deep. How's the love life going? It's Still going strong? Ask Rory Lehman. He seems to know a lot more than <laughs> I do about it. So uh, we can get him on the line if you want to answer that question. Now, for me, I uh, I actually booked a, an Airbnb uh, in the Adelaide Hills and Sky on Friday and Saturday night um, and went away and... I guess had some Zen time for, for some Jimmy time. It was Bonds. Um, Saw a few sunset did you? on your social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just really, really enjoying it. Um, it was nice to sort of put yourself in a different, um, relaxing environment. I had a few mates over on the Saturday night. Had a bonfire. Had some wines, and it was very, very nice. Bonds. What about you? What did you get up to? Uh, I went to Melbourne to uh, visit head office. Is that SEN. right? Yeah, Lovely. I'll tell you about that later. Did you get a pay rise or? No, 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 of course not. Don't be silly. Okay, right, yeah, I enough. do this for the love. I volunteer. <laughs> 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 we're going to take a break. After the break, we're going to speak with Connor, Connor Ballenden. This is Eagles Radio. On SENSA, you're listening to Eagles Radio. For Normous Homes, build a better life. And My Money House, get a financial health check. Visit mymoneyhouse.com.au today. Welcome back to Eagles Radio. Bonds and Tump with you. And it's all thanks to Incredible Smiles. Are you missing teeth or dentures? See Incredible Smiles today. Now we've got our first special guest, Tump. All thanks to BCE and CJ Electrical, proud partners of the Woodville West Torrens Football Club. The big man himself, Connor Ballenden. Connor, welcome to Eagles Radio. G'day, men. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, yeah, uh, Bit of a strange one. I've never been on radio before, but uh, Ooh, looking forward to it. Your first time on radio. Yeah, never done it before, actually. So this is a new experience. Well, you got two men who know exactly what they're doing, so you're <laughs> you're in good hands, my friend. Look, let's uh, go back in go back to uh, where it all started. Your dad played union for South Africa. Your mum represented New Zealand in athletics. You moved to Australia when you were four. Um, what are your memories growing up in Queensland? Um, not much. Uh, probably growing up as a, as a bloke who played footy in Queensland, it's probably not as big as it is in Adelaide or Melbourne or something like that. So I played a lot of sports um, other than footy. Um, but yeah, it's probably a good thing for me too. get the opportunity to play a whole uh, bunch of different sports before I sort of really started to focus on footy at about 14 or 15 years old. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously got the chance to go to the Lions Academy, which definitely helped develop me as a footy player. Um, so, yeah, I was super grateful to get into that when I was only 11. So, uh, yeah. But talk to us about, I guess, you know, the Lions Academy initially and then your introduction to football, um, being a, a Queensland 
uh, being in Queensland, sorry, and being, I guess, a rugby orientated state, how did you initially get into Aussie rules? And then talk us through, I guess, your time at the Lions Academy and what you remember. Yeah. So I actually, I got into footy after coming back from Melbourne. Um, my family and I were on a holiday in Melbourne and it was actually just luckily the same time as the AFL Grand Final in 2003 or four, I think the year was. Um, there was like a big parade and everything and I've gone, what's actually going on here? So I asked my parents and did a bit of research and uh, it was actually the, the Grand Final. So we watched that that weekend and I asked my parents if I could sign up to a local footy team as soon as we got back to Brisbane. Um, so that's pretty much how I started. And then yeah, in terms of the Lions Academy, yeah, I got um, sort of just, it starts at about 12 years old. So I made the Queensland under 12 um, just representative side and, and got the opportunity to um, get the invitation to come down to Lions Academy training and basically came through that program ever since I was 12 years old. So we'd have, um, yeah, sort of fortnightly training sessions as a young kid. And then as you go through the age groups, you sort of um, training becomes a bit more regular. Then there's a, a couple of other sort of high performance groups that start, start to form when you're sort of 16 and 18 years old. Um, so I sort of obviously played club football as a young kid and did Lions Academy at the same time. And then as I got to about 17, um, I, accident, I actually was uh, basically only playing Lions Academy footy as sort of the rep side. Um, so well, the the academies would play each other, then the Queensland side was picked from that. So, um, yeah, that's how my footy journey really started. It's interesting that at just 12 years old, the Lions have plucked you into this academy and saying, we can see this this kid's got a future. But just 12, it's really young. Um, and uh, obviously stayed on in that academy and then you were drafted by the Lions. Uh, debuted against the Bombers at home. Tell us about your first AFL game. Yeah, it was um, a great experience. It was a bit strange because I debuted during the sort of the COVID um, era, so no family or, or friends were really allowed in the change room. So um, it was kind of just like rocking up to another game, really. Um, got a jersey presentation and uh, they actually zoomed in, um, mum and dad, so they were on the phone while having a bit of a speech and that sort of stuff. I don't remember a whole lot about the game. I, I sort of remember... Um, yeah, just kicking my first goal and yeah, just, yeah, it was a bit of a blur really, but um, amazing experience, super grateful that I got the chance to do it. Um, didn't play a whole whole, whole bunch of games, but um, yeah, definitely uh, will always cherish that memory. Mate, the people who know you, you obviously come across as a very cool, calm, collected person. You came to the club with a, an amazing haircut last night, which hopefully our uh, <laughs> members can see over the weekend. However, I want to, I want to get your perception of your um, playing career or AFL career um, at the Lions. How did you see that? Any, I guess, uh, reflections on that? Anything you'd change? Anything you loved? Talk us through that part of your life. Yeah, I think probably looking back, um, my first couple of years, I probably didn't take it as professionally as I could have. Um, I, yeah, I'd always sort of just relied on probably my natural size and talent to get me through. But once I got to the level, probably took me a couple of years to really adjust. Um, and then in my third and fourth year, uh, probably was, I was a bit, probably a bit frustrated with how it went for myself. Well, I was on the fringes a lot. Um, I think in my last year before I, I did get delisted, I was emergency sort of 15 times or something like that. So I'm not sure if that's any sort of record, but <laughs> um, 
I wasn't eventually a fair fair bit that year, but um, I think probably for me was just some of the professionals and stuff as a young kid, and then actually just embracing it. I mean, I probably sometimes got caught up in the world where I was uh, worrying about stuff I can't control. Um, so if I could go back in time, I'd probably just tell myself to um, focus on what I can control, and if things pan out, they do, and if they don't, they don't. But as long as you're controlling what you can, then um, you give the best you give yourself the best opportunity to succeed. Yeah, it's a good reflection, mate. I mean, you, you made a joke of the 15 emergencies, but mate, a lot of players have been in that position as well, and I think that might be some sort of record. I, I want you to get your thought on, I guess, how difficult that actually can be, um, being so close to getting selected and constantly being told, yep, you're here, but you're not quite there. How did you handle that? Um, because I know I've been in that situation as well, and it can be really debilitating and really difficult to actually you know, get through that period. How did you handle it? Oh, it definitely took a bit of a toll on me in terms of um, maybe potentially some of my confidence stuff because you're sort of, you're in the best probably 28 to 30, but you're just not getting the opportunity you feel like you deserve. Um, so that definitely was difficult for myself. But um, as I got a bit older, I, I definitely just tried to focus on what I could um, lent on those around me for support, like uh, my partner and family and, and friends and um, potentially some other blokes at the footy club, just sort of, uh, yeah, I sort of lent on them a bit to, if I was ever feeling frustrated or or just felt like I, I wasn't going to get there. And um, that, those, those are the people who really supported me during that time. And, and I think I probably just had the perspective to go, like, I've got an amazing opportunity. I'm still on AFL list, like... Um, Still get the chance to do this and do a job that I really enjoy. Um, like work is literally hanging out with 40 of your mates, kicking the footy around, and, and all trying to achieve the same thing. So, um, those are most of the things I sort of try to focus on during that period. But I won't lie, it was it was pretty um yeah pretty frustrating and hard for me, but probably made me a more resilient person now. This is Eagles Radio. We're talking with Connor Ballenden. Connor, a few clubs, I know this for a fact, there's a few clubs chasing you. If not all. Be, if not all, uh, before you came and made the decision to play with the Eagles. What what was the main reason you decided to make Woodville West Torrens Footy Club your home? Yeah, so I came down for a weekend and met with a few of the clubs and that sort of stuff. And I think the sample's got an amazing reputation. Um, I feel like there's a lot of great football clubs that are in the sample. For me, it mostly came down to um, how comfortable I felt. Um, so getting the opportunity to meet a lot of the players and staff and, and coaches. Um, yeah, definitely feeling comfortable and knowing my role in the team um, and just seeing some of the success that they'd had with some of the, the players that they've had. Um, and I've just, yeah, I've only ever heard really positive things said about Eagles. So um, that was part of my decision and also getting the sort of getting the opportunity to sit down with Sheeds and talk a little bit. I feel like um, himself and I had a very similar um, outlook at the game and I felt like we really connected well. Um, so those are some of the things we weighed up. And, um, yeah, that was mostly um, what it came down to for me. Well, we're very happy and, and lucky you picked us as, as your teammate. But it has been, obviously, quite a frustrating year for you for a number of reasons. Um, obviously, injury being a main factor in that. How have you seen your year to date and, and hopefully you can get back and have a significant impact on, on our year moving forward. Um, but how have you seen your year this year? Yeah, uh, like you said, I think probably in the last, oh, probably after this 
so the second half of the season, probably a little bit frustrated with some of the, the small injuries that have popped up. I, I've luckily had a really good run with injuries so far in my career. Um, so just trying to maintain and get on top of that. The first half of the year I was really happy with. thought I started really well, obviously. Um, getting the chance to represent the state side was great. Um, and I was, I was happy um, with how I started the year. But, yeah, probably a few injuries have popped up, which hasn't helped. But, um, yeah, I'm just hoping that I can get myself back on the park soon so I can help the side and, and um, just, yeah, help play my role to potentially push towards finals. So, uh, yeah. Got a little bit of inside information here, uh, Connor. Apparently when you uh, – you can let us know whether this is true or false, but you <laughs> debuted against Norwood uh, in round two. You kicked a couple of goals in the first 10 minutes. Um, do you actually turn around to uh, Tom Donnelly and just ask him, uh, you know, mate, are you getting paid for this? Because uh, you shouldn't be. <laughs> uh, I can't confirm or deny, but I, uh, yeah, that uh, that may that may or may not have occurred. But um, so yeah, my sources are good then. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Uh, no, no, uh, yeah, just a bit of fun and games. I, I like to throw a bit of chat on the field, and I'm happy for anyone to throw a chat back at me. I think it uh, makes me even more engaged in the game when that sort of stuff happens. But um, no, nah, nothing personal. Fantastic. <laughs> Mate, and, and I think our source has come to us with, with something else. And, and do you want to run us through why you do a pre-game gym session with Dan Menzel, even when you're not playing, when you're actually injured? Uh, mate, keep the routine the same. Uh, I've got a, great, got a great friendship with Dan. Um, so, yeah, usually, even if I'm not playing, I'll go to the gym with him and have a yarn and, and talk, talk nonsense or whatever we want to talk about. So, um, yeah. I, I love my teammates, so that's that's one thing that people probably uh, would have picked up, maybe. But yeah, I love getting around my teammates and that sort of stuff. So I don't care if I'm playing or not. I'm going to keep the routine the same. So. Now I know you love your teammates, and I can definitely vouch for that, mate. You're a fantastic teammate and a better bloke. However, I know you love your misses as well. And do you want to run through your bedtime ritual for us, mate? Absolutely not on the radio, <laughs> mate. Um, Am I allowed to do it? No. <laughs> <laughs> there may I may just say before I pass on to Bonds, there may just be some is it back scratching and some cuddling. I'll, I'll leave it at that for you. Yeah, let's let's not make it yeah, too. Yeah, it's first time on radio. We're putting him under the pump a fair bit. <laughs> anyway, hey, what about other sports, Connor? Is uh, you handy at any other sports? Golf, basketball, cricket? Uh, I mean, I'd like to think so. Others would disagree. Um, <laughs> No, nah, not 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 that amazing. I played a fair bit of cricket um, at a high level growing up, but that's about it, really. Um, other than that, I just I'd say I was just decent at a lot of different sports, but not fantastic at a lot. So um, yeah. Well, lucky you're a good footballer, mate. Um, what are your What are your footy goals moving forward? Um, I know obviously we had the the mid season draft from an AFL standpoint earlier this year, and unfortunately you missed out there. And I know um, where you stand in terms of trying to get picked up again, mate, and there's no doubt you're more than capable of doing that. Where do you see your football goals moving forward? Yeah, so I probably, after the after I didn't get picked up after the uh, mid-season draft, I kind of said, all right, well, what's the goal that I can make? So I sort of wanted to make the, the sample team of the year, but probably injuries now have probably got in the way of that a little bit. But I think probably for me, the goals are to just, uh, firstly, get my body right so I can get back on the park as soon as possible. But for me, it's 
I've always probably throughout my career had um, not an issue, but I've always tried to improve on consistency. So maybe a knock on my game was that I'd have uh, two or three good games and then I'd have a bad game. So um, for me, it's about having just a consistent output every week is something that I've been trying to focus on a bit this year. Um, so yeah, just do that, play consistently, play my role for the team and, and um, yeah, just do what I can to win games of footy and, and hopefully push the Eagles further. Um, so, Connor, yeah. you've uh, breezed through your first radio interview, mate. You've done very, very well. We appreciate your time and thanks for joining us on Eagles Radio. Thank you very much. And Tump, I'll be seeing you tomorrow about that. <laughs> Look forward to it, mate. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I wish we could have gone into that more, but we won't. That's all thanks to BCE and CJ Electrical for all your electrical needs. Great supporters of the Woodville West Orange Footy Club for more than 10 years. And this is Eagles Radio for Incredible Smiles. Get a more permanent fix to missing teeth and dentures. Check incrediblesmiles.com.au even. After the break, uh, Vaughan Williams. This is Eagles Radio. On SENSA, you're listening to Eagles Radio. For enormous homes, build a better life. And My Money House. Get a financial health check. Visit mymoneyhouse.com.au today. Eagles Radio here again. It's the third quarter. Paul Bonzer, Jimmy Tumpus. We are here for enormous homes, building a better life. Great supporters of the club. So if you're building a home, check out Normus. Um, Tump, uh, Connor, he was fantastic, wasn't he? He was very... I'm surprised, as we touched on in the break, I'm surprised he hasn't done a radio interview before. He was I very know. good. Yeah. Um, you're going to get in a little bit of trouble about the... Uh, <laughs> the bedtime ritual. <laughs> the bedtime ritual routine. That's okay. I'm, uh, I'm happy to wear that. All right. Well, uh, you have maybe have to fill us in next week how, that, how that went down uh, <laughs> at training tomorrow night. Um, look, the clubs cannot survive without volunteers, uh, and they play a big part of every club in every competition. Uh, so it's great to have one of our volunteers on the line now. Vaughan Williams, welcome to Eagles Radio. Hey, gents. How are you? Good. Now, tell us how long have you been a volunteer with the Eagles? Well, they, they thought I was a long-term volunteer, but I'm not really. It's only been two and a half years since I retired. So right. before that, I was a dedicated supporter, but uh, didn't really have the time with work, etc., to do anything in volunteering land. So since I've retired, I've got into it, yeah. Vaughan, now are you better known as Vaughan or are you better known as husband of Christine? <laughs> <laughs> now, now... Now, Jim, you know that I've always said that the bus rolls up at Nessian on Tuesday night so you can throw somebody under it. So um, I'm, I'm often known as the handbag and a whole heap of things <laughs> rather we, than the, the backroom boy. Christine is one of my absolute favourites, so I'm, I'm going to run with husband husband of Christine. She's an absolute ripper. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fair to me, mate. <laughs> What now? What are, I just said uh, that you know clubs can't survive without volunteers. What do you actually do during the week, game days? Yeah, what's your role down there as a volunteer? Um, it's really sort of like twofold. We have training nights and then we have game days. And so, training nights it might be getting some drinks ready for the boys um, and getting balls out. And then the most important thing is checking that we've got the same number of balls coming back in. At 100 bucks a ball, you want to make sure that if you send out 30, you get 30 back in, let me assure you. Um, so that's like during the week. Um, 
on game days, for me personally, it's just a matter of uh, making the best Powerade uh, formula in South Australia um, and getting the water out, taking the drinks out at quarter time, having them ready at half time, um, providing our snake snacks at half time, putting out the chairs so the boys can sit down. Um, oh, and the other job when we play home is putting the padding up on the goalpost. And, uh, you know, it's just a whole heap of things. But really... I would like to stress that I'm only part of a whole group of people and each of us have our own little jobs to do. And as a result of that, that's why it works so smoothly. And I guess my shout out would be to Soxie, our team manager, who is just amazing in terms of sorting everybody out and making sure on game days everything's working. Tom, he said he's the best Powerade maker in in the competition. <laughs> Do you want to give him a score out of one to ten, as far, one to ten out of his Powerade? Oh, gee, I'm a the very, taste of his Powerade. Very big critic, and and Vaughan knows how I feel about his Powerade. It, it, it is it is right up there. It is oh, okay. right up there. Well, that's that's good. <laughs> now, Vaughan, look, yeah, you, I thought. Sorry, you go, mate. I thought at the end of my career that being known as the best Powerade maker was probably a bit of a come down. Absolute. Oh, I think it'd be an absolute privilege, Vaughan. It's a hard job, Vaughan. It's a hard job. Oh, it's not easy. Let me assure you. <laughs> <laughs> now you alluded to your 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 passionate um, supporting of, of the Eagles, and and I mean, people mm. within the four walls understand how passionate you are about the footy club and how much you just want us to win. Um, I guess how how long have you been an Eagles supporter? Talk us through some some of that period of time that you, you have been and some of your fondest memories. Well, it's interesting actually because. Um, I didn't really support any team um, until 1964 when Woodville came in and because they weren't a great team, I thought, no, they need some support. And the interesting fact is a lot of guys around the club would know, the street that I lived on, if I moved across the road, I was in Torrens zone and if I stayed on my side, I was in Woodville zone. And so I just said to my parents, right, you're going to become Woodville supporters and you're taking me to the footy. So... Um, that was from where it started, and I turned my parents, my wife, and the whole family into a Woodville and then Eagle supporters, um, and it's just been a passion ever since. And my father once said being a Woodville supporter was almost better than being the current Eagle supporter because when you had a win, it really did mean something. <laughs> Every club goes through their tough times. We don't do that anymore. Um, what about favourite no. players? Favourite players, Vaughan? You've obviously followed the club for a long time. Uh, any uh, one or two that stick out as, as your favourites? Oh, my favourite would have to be Mark McKenzie. I just think he was the most fantastic player we've had. His ability to read the ball from half back and just drift across and uh, just be in the right spot every time to intercept the uh, plays was amazing. And Powerly himself, Luke Powell, I always enjoyed watching him play because I always called him the link man. He's always seemed to be just in the space by himself and uh, link from half back to half forward. So, yeah, those two were pretty good. But we've had so many good players. Jimmy Tompas. Oh, no, hang on. No, that wasn't right. Um, there, there must be others that are better than him, surely. <laughs> Well, that's a good segue then, I reckon, Vaughan, into some of your, your least favourite players. And, and if you say my name, I will rate your Powerade 1 out of 10. So run us through if there are any. And full disclosure on this show, any of your, your least favourite players? I don't think so. Um, not really. I mean, one of the things that I've really enjoyed in the last two and a half years is really getting to know the players. I mean, 
you know, they used to hear me yelling at them from over the fence and uh, some of the boys used to say, I knew where you were standing this week because I could hear you. But <laughs> being in the back room, getting to know the guys uh, a lot better has really been enjoyable and I don't think there's anybody that's my least favourite player, that's for I sure. I say that tongue-in-cheek. And... <laughs> is, there, is there anyone that's annoying then? Oh, look, Jake Comagiani would have to be the most annoying person in the club for sure. I mean, it's it's just ridiculous how much he can annoy a person. <laughs> I think uh, yeah, it's a common thread going through a lot of the playing group, I think, with uh, Jake. But, uh, yeah, what a great club man. Mate, Vaughan. Yeah, no surprise there. No, not at all. Not at all. Some of your fondest memories, I mean, obviously the, the, the premiership standout. I'm talking particularly as a, as a supporter now. Um, some of your fondest memories over, over the journey. Oh, look, I just think um, it's been great the way the, the club's been accepted um, with the amalgamation. I know there's some dissent still around about, you know, how that happened, but just the whole um, ethos of the club, the culture of the club is just so strong these days as a, as a winning uh, winning club. And the fact that we don't accept defeat easily um, is probably one of the, the great things about it. Um, yeah, that, that's the main thing, I think. The, the culture is, is brilliant. Vaughan, thanks for taking some time to join us on Eagles Radio. It's been a great little chat. And uh, may you continue to support the Eagles and uh, be a volunteer and make sure that that Powerade is top <laughs> shelf, my friend. I'm going for 10 out of 10 each week, Don. <laughs> thanks, Vaughan. Thanks, Vaughan. As Vaughan Williams, uh, better known as husband of Christine. Husband of Christine. I'm going to run with that. I really, I really enjoyed that. That was good work by me. <laughs> One quarter to go on Eagles Radio. Stick around. Back after this. On SENSA, you're listening to Eagles Radio. For enormous homes, build a better life. And My Money House. Get a financial health check. Visit mymoneyhouse.com.au today. Welcome back to Eagles Radio into the last quarter here. All thanks to Kirkbright Seafood from the ocean to them to you. Paul Bonzer, Jimmy Tumpus with you. That's been a great show so far, Tom. Has been very Loved good. It. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Now for good hot good life health clubs, start feeling good. Let's have a look at the injury report. Now we mentioned earlier in the show Joe Sonor, pretty bad dislocated finger. So he'll miss this week, won't he? Yeah, I would suggest he would miss this week, knowing Joey, he'll put his hand up to play. No pun intended there whatsoever, but he his will... other hand. <laughs> his other hand. <laughs> Jeez. Um, that was bad. Anyway, we'll move on. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think he'll play this week. I think his stitches come out maybe later this week, yeah. if not early next week. So I think, yeah, from a, um, a health point of view, it's probably not worth the risk. Dane McFarlane's hammy. He trained exceptionally well last night in the main group as well. So I would suggest you'll play this week and come straight into the league side. Tick. Uh, Clay Cameron, a couple of weeks away with his quad still. Um, Sammy Nichols, who we haven't seen a lot so far this year. He's had some injury issues, but he should be right to play in the twos. Yeah, yeah. Again, he trained last night as well with the reserve squad. But um, Sammy's a ripper, super hard at it and a great competitor. So I think he will be a good chance to play this week. And one thing we didn't ask Connor was how his hammy was and when he's back. So he's maybe a couple of weeks away. Yeah, I think he'll try and get back in for the South game, maybe the Sturt right. game at an absolute stretch. Um, it has been a frustrating run for Connor. I feel sorry for the bloke. He's never had a soft tissue injury in his life, and now he's hurt it twice in, in the last couple of weeks. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling for him. But the, the sooner he gets back, the better we'll be as a team. 
Uh, that's the injury report for Good Life Health Clubs. Start feeling good. You can get your five-day free trial. Go to goodlife.com.au. Now, thanks to Big Screen Video, brand new partner of the Eagles Footy Club um, and, and of Eagles Radio, bringing us up to date with what's happening at the club, bringing spaces to life. This Sunday. Big game. Carnival day. Huge. You can... Come into the gate at 8 a.m. in the morning. It's going to be beautiful, cold, freezing weather. But you kick can come dew. in, uh, kick the dew off. <laughs> the kids are going to be running around from 9 o'clock. There'll be kids everywhere. It's going to be a great day. They've got uh, the bistros open at lunchtime as well. Brilliant. You can go in and have a feed. How good. Warm up a little bit. Definitely need to. Yeah. Uh, face painters, jumping castles. Could that be part of your warm up, the you jumping castle? Yeah, I'm not sure how Sheeds would uh, feel about <laughs> us. Jumping or warming up on the jumping castle, but everyone loves a jumping castle, don't they, Vons? Everyone. Yeah, I don't absolutely. know anyone who's had a bad experience with a jumping castle. Wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> Next home game after that is a night game against Sturt. This is a massive game. Huge. Um, regardless of what happens this weekend, it's a massive game. If Port can do us a favour and knock Sturt off. Which would be nice. Which would be lovely. So They've got a pretty stacked team in this week yeah, as well, they, Port, they, Yeah, so. they'll be hard to beat. So, absolutely. Um, if... Uh, Port can do the job for us, then that means if we beat Sturt the following week, we'll pretty much jump into the five. Got to win this week, though. Yes. Yes. Let's, let's focus on that first, Bonds. Yes, let's not get ahead of ourselves, <laughs> Bonds. Um, Eagles Cash Lottery. Uh, tickets are available online, and when you buy a ticket, you go into the running to uh, be part of the fun with the My Money House halftime kick for cash. So go online, buy some tickets, and you can win 10 thousand dollars what would you do with ten thousand dollars bonds um i would um buy a personally signed jimmy tumpus <laughs> eagles jumper okay so and frame it so now you've still got nine thousand nine hundred above my bed <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the club news all thanks to big screen video bringing sporting clubs to life um uh, mate we've got uh well, about a minute or so before we have to go um it's a, it's a massive game this week, isn't it? And we need as many supporters there from 2.30 on Sunday. Yeah, I don't think it can be understated how significant this week is. Um, Crows will have a pretty handy lineup as well. And if you want to see some of your favourite Crows players, they might be playing this week um, in the sample side. So, yeah, we'll, we'll be laser-focused and we'll, we'll probably adjust what that looks like tomorrow night at training. But it's going to be, yeah, a really significant test for us. And it's going to be interesting. I mean... We're, we're we're obviously not playing fantastic football, and but our, our contest and our hunt and our efforts there. So if we can bring that, then we're every chance to win. Yeah, and I I, I agree a hundred percent. I think you guys will come out on fire on uh, on the weekend, and I think you'll be very very hard to beat. So the Crows will have to play at their best. Uh, Godsy, we love you, but you know, <laughs> you're going to go down this week, pal. Let's hope so. He's actually still got a bit of a soft spot for the Eagles as well. So yeah. hopefully he wants to see us in there. Um, do we want to share Connor Ballenden's? No, <laughs> I didn't get, I didn't get the tick of approval. Okay. Um, so I probably can't do that as of yet. I'll try and get it tomorrow night and come back to you next week and we can. Yeah. Don't forget. We need a report next week. Absolutely. On the show. Yeah. We can dedicate a whole quarter to the bedtime ritual of Connor Ballenden. <laughs> Every Tuesday <laughs> night, we are here for Eagles radio. Um, really appreciate you tuning in as you have. And I can't believe I forgot, didn't didn't pull that fader down. That's uh, we, we, we mistake gotta, number two. We've got to discuss that next week as well. <laughs> Maybe.
don't forget, every Tuesday night, Paul Wanza, Jimmy Tubbers here for Eagles Radio. And next week, we're going to try and get Dan Menzel on the show. Put some pressure on him to come on. I will, I will. All right. Thanks for, thanks for listening. This has been Eagles Radio. See you next Tuesday.